Welcome to So Do You Want to Talk About. This is a podcast where four northerners from the UK talk about K-pop, Hallyu and Korean culture. Disclaimer, these are our own personal opinions and thoughts. So do you want to talk about the top K-pop albums of 2023? Hello! Happy New Year! Welcome back everyone! Bonjour! Welcome back! Welcome back to So Do You Want to Talk About, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about our favourite songs, comebacks, albums of 2023 to start of 2024. Exciting, guys! There's so much to discover. There's so much. Yeah, we need to make sure that we keep this under 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do a quick introduction? Yeah. Yep. I'm AM. I'm B. I'm Cass. And I'm Lou. And this is So Do You Want to Talk About. Woo! Um, but yeah, so we wanted to do a full episode just to talk about 2023 because there was a lot that happened for us within the So Do You Wanna team with starting the podcast, obviously, meeting, going to see concerts, but also a lot that happened within K-pop music and finding new K-pop groups because a lot of us were kind of one group fans at the start of the year and now Definitely. we've collected... Collected too many. <laughs> Collected <laughs> too, too many. To many. Now we are poor. Now we are poor. <laughs> they said being a multi-stan was fun, but actually it's just poor. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been able to pay my bills for six years. <laughs> but also, we just wanted to throw a few points out there on it actually being a very big year, 2023, for K-pop as well. So... I did find a very interesting fact on Billboard. So to start this off, I just wanted to share this. So the top 10 best-selling albums in the United States in the first half of 2023, six of them were taken by K-pop artists. So the top 10 are, number one was Taylor Swift with Midnight's. No shock there. Obviously. Number two was TXT with the name chapter, Temptation. Wow. Wow. Three was Stray Kids with Five Star. Understandable. <laughs> Four was Twice, Ready to Be. Love that. Understandable. Number five was Morgan Wellen, One Night at a Time. The way I said that, you can understand that I don't know who that is. <laughs> yes, me neither. I would help you, but Morgan. cannot. <laughs> Even the way you said it as well was like, Mor- is this how you pronounce his name? Morgan? <laughs> Sorry, it's a very unusual name for me. I don't often hear these Western names. Sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't Park Sun or anything. It was just a... I'm used to it being, you know, like... <laughs> not used to these Western names. Uh, number six was 17, FML. Yes. Understandable. Number seven, this is for Cass, Metallica, 72 seasons. Oh, nice. Understandable. <laughs> so, so very understandable. I also saw Metallica twice this year. Sorry, just... Save that for your rock podcast can you yeah. <laughs> oh yeah sorry that's that's sorry um that's my other podcast that i've started where i talk about slipknot and metallica <laughs> uh number eight was bts's sugar august d with d-day of course understandable number nine bts jimin face yes understandable and then number 10 was Mel- melanie martinez with portals okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that well done. Well done. <laughs> um, that was just the first 10 in 2023. They've not actually released the end of 2023 yet. I'm guessing Ooh. we'll probably get that in the next few days. Um, but I thought that was amazing, being a American, you know, charting, and six of them are all K-pop groups. 
Yeah, that's actually... That's uh, K-pop groups or K-pop soloists, sorry. Yeah, it's just getting bigger and bigger, isn't it, every year? It really is. It's getting huge. I know. Like, I can imagine, like, the end of 2023, eight of them will be K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be very interesting, won't it, I think, to take yeah. over. Um, but also, from a Forbes article, again, I've done a lot of geeky research here. Um, on a Forbes article, the biggest selling album of 2023 from South Korea was 17's FML. Classic. So, uh, a bit of celebration coming from B there. Yeah, we'll be hearing <laughs> about that later. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this actually boasted a notable historic first week of selling, with more than 4.5 million copies of the Six Tracks EP. So, actually, it charted similar to bts's 2020 blockbuster album map of the soul 7 so they've matched each other's um charts there which i think is amazing it is is. i still to this day have super stuck in my head (laughs) i know it just stuck in your head it's so good so so good um and then it was followed by tomorrow by together for the third best-selling album from south korea with the next chapter temptation oh Interesting. Understandable. This article that I'm reading was released before Rockstar by Stray Kids came out and 80s's Will album. So it would be interesting to see, again, an update for that for the end of year of 2023. But those are my little nerdy facts, girls. I hope you appreciated that. They were some good Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Yes. Do we want to start off by either saying our favourite albums of 2023 or shall I quickly skim over what albums were released in 2023? Ooh, I say skim over what was released in 2023 first. I'll quickly Google that then. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this could um, be going I, on forever, this list. I know, I thought. <laughs> did, you want it, did you want me to say the first option instead? <laughs> no, I do. It's just that I did have the... Um, I had the page open, but I closed it a while ago because I was looking at Forbes. Um, okay, how about I go through Billboard's 25 best K-pop albums of 2023? Perfect, yes. we'll take it. So as we know, in 2023, there were so many K-pop comebacks, K-pop albums, K-pop solos, K-pop singles, K-pop everything. Um, but we could talk about what was released for so so long we're gonna t- we're gonna jump on a billboard article of the top 25 albums of 2023 because they've helped us narrow it down a bit and we're also going to see if we actually agree with what billboards say which normally we don't so number 25 was i, I always say this wrong ivy i think it's i've according to what am has told me I've. oh okay so number 25 is i've with i've i've <laughs> And uh, number 24 was Kim Jae-hwan with Jam, Journey Above Music. Number 23, we're going to have Cass jumping in here, which was New Jeans, second EP, Get Up. I'm surprised that's so low, I'm not going to lie. I know, actually. I, I, I think that's why I was a bit... When you said, oh, this will be one that Cass, I didn't think it would be that one. So number 22, Red Velvet, Chill Kill, the third Ooh. album. Yes. Red Velvet. 21 is Camo, Pressure Makes Diamonds. Number 20 is Taeyang with Down to Earth. Which was great, featuring Jimin on the vibe there. I was going to say, <laughs> I only know vibe with Jimin. She, he also did um, Shung with Lisa. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yes. Did, yes, because that was playing when me and Cass were in Seoul 
because we went to that Taeyang coffee event, remember? Oh yeah, and then there was that one song that we were like, what the what is this? could that even be about? Um, number 19 was Kim Si Jung with Door. 18, Dio, Expectations. Ooh, yes, from EXO. So uh, he's from EXO, but I actually did listen to this. I did mention it in that uh, October release thing. <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. 17, Jin Young, Chapter Zero with... I think it's just going to be me doing bingo, isn't it, this? Yeah, this is literally just like bingo. Six, 16, NCT Dream, ISTJ. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Uh, 15, Billy, The Village of Perception. I like what they did there. Chapter 3. This is mine. I really, really got into... I think I I think I said this to you guys. I really got into um, Billy and Kepler recently like kind of the past couple of months can i carry on with bingo now cass yeah please i'm still (laughs) i'm i'm not even gonna line yet (laughs) number 14 is ash island by rose so rose is the leader of the korean new generation of rappers ash island okay Mm, interesting um and number 13 this is where we get into it so number 13 is tomorrow by together the name chapter temptation oh we do love bit tixty we do. Um, so this has Devil by the Window, Sugar Rush Ride, Happy Fools. I mean, it's just winning all over the show. Honestly, again, I'm surprised it's quite low down, especially given the things that you've said about it in terms of how it well it charted and stuff. But I suppose that's that's US, but I thought it would have been higher. That's true. And this is Billboard, so it is the same kind of oh, list, yeah. to be honest. So, And that was a real banger. This is December 29th this was released, this. So maybe it's got the later months in here as well. Mm, yes, true. That's true. That's true. Um, number 12, XO, Exist. Going to be honest, never listened to this album. I have had a listen. I have listened. It is very good. I do like XO. It is just a shame that as soon as the album was finished, Kai enlisted in the military. <laughs> So he was meant to be there uh, so for was... all of the comeback and everything like that. Some of it was pre-recorded, so like he's on the album and stuff like that, but he obviously wasn't involved in any of their comeback activities. I'm shocked we've not seen or heard of Kai yet because that was being played everywhere when me and Cass were in Seoul. Because there was a massive Rover. poster, wasn't there? A Rover. <laughs> Number 11 is Dew Honey Lights. Oh my God, I think I he's Monster X. I believe he... There's somebody called... Some honey in Monster X anyway. So I'm, yes, I mean, he is Monster X. So Jew Honey Lights. Um, Jew Honey is uh, the creative forces behind Monster X. Number 10, and hyphen, Orange Blood. Oh, I've oh, been loving yes. Orange Blood. I know I've mentioned it in previous Me episodes, too. but Sweet Venom is, I, I've had that non-stop. Oh, yeah. If that had been released early in the year, I think that would have been my, on my Spotify wrapped. I've listened to it that much. <laughs> right. Are you ready, ladies? Number okay. nine. Stray Kids five star. Ooh, I'm surprised that's so low. I thought it was going to be higher. Right? Yeah. Now, I know we had an episode where we talked at length at five star because it had just come out and we did a Stray Kids special. If anyone's not listened to that, go back. But we all talked about what our favourite song was on this album and things like that. But I think the key with this album is this album came out before we all went to Lollapalooza. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. did. So it's kind of like our summer album, 
I think. Means a lot to us. Yeah. Because it was at July time. It means, it means a lot. It was uh, Sojuwana's beginnings. <laughs> we have an emotional connection to this album. And then number eight, I'm shocked again. August D, D-Day. Oh, I'm curious to see what these top seven are now. Yeah, I'm really excited. I really am. Have we forgotten about something? I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking um, about it. But we will skim over that because that might be spoilers for whose favourite album that was of 2023. I'm going to make my internal predictions for the top three in my head and I'm going to let you know if I'm Yeah, right. me too. I've got, I've got three albums in my head that I think are going to be up there, but... Okay, interesting. Number seven is G Idol, I feel. Ooh. I'm sure we'll hear about that later. <laughs> Quick. Uh-huh. Mm, sorry. Number six, 17, FML. No, six. Well, that's my top three shot. I was just about to say. <laughs> I am. This article yeah. is a load of rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Billboard are being boycotted. We've not seen what the top five is yet, so let's let's hold our comments until we see them. I don't need to see any further, thank you. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Cut the cameras. <laughs> I don't want to record anymore. <laughs> okay, the top five of the 2023 top K-pop albums, according to Billboard. 80s, The World, Finn, Will. Oh, that is fair enough. Not surprised. So, yeah. <laughs> Will allow. Not surprised. Um, obviously, it brought us crazy form, and it brought us all of our collab—not collab, sorry, all of our subunits, which we're getting music videos for in the next I few know. weeks. Um, oh we've already had Matt. We talked about that previously. We're going to get "It's You." It got announced today, so we get that on the tenth of January. Um, and I think after that, it is then going to be Youth with Mingi and Yunho. So, That's one very I'm exciting. For. Right, number four, Esper, My World. I was not expecting that. I'm not going to lie, I've never I heard wasn't. of that. Yeah, that <laughs> curveball. That surprised but This me. is really yeah. shot out my, what the top three are going to be for me. Because I've got at least a few in my head still. Yeah. Um. Okay, number three is Woods Uli, Uli album. That is not in my top three that I would guess as well. <laughs> I think I've got this well off mark. <laughs> Number two, V, Layover. Okay, I wondered where that was. I wondered when that was coming. Yep, okay. that. I've got one out of my top three correct. <laughs> you know who we've not seen though? And I'm very shocked. Either Jimmy or JK. Both of them. What? Yeah. Not- Both of them are not on this top ten. You're kidding. What? It's, yeah, it's not, re- not worth here. the paper it's written on this article. <laughs> I was like, my golden was either going to be like one, two, or three. Yeah, same for me. I thought it was definitely... And then I had V in there just for obviously good measure. So number one on the top albums of 2023, according to Billboard, is One We Circle. Wow. Yeah, it's One We. It's One We. AM does like One We. But I'm sorry... No Jimin. Shiny. Oh, yeah, shiny. No JK, no shine. No Taemin. No Taemin. No 17th Heaven. Yes. What about, um, I was thinking, um, the other, um, 80s album, Outlaw. Bouncy was like. (gasps) Bouncy. I forgot that was this year. Yeah. My, in my head, in my head, I thought the top three 
were going to be 17th Heaven, FML 17, and Jungkook's Golden. I thought my I thought it was going to be Golden Layover and either 17 or um, 80s Outlaw or Stray Kids. There's some big gaps here. Some big gaps here, Billboard. Can I ask yeah. the Billboard list <laughs> what what is the um, what is it off? Is it off album sales? Is it just off Billboard's opinion? Zero Base One wasn't even on there, and that was like top four at the end of the year or something. Well, this is shocking, and I don't want to be rude to anyone in that top ten, but there was at least three to four that really surprised me. That I was like, mm. yeah, I wasn't expecting up there. Well, I thought yeah. all the BTS solo ones had been released in the year. I thought August yeah, D was especially bit... Face. Yes, that did so well, especially in the yeah, US where Billboard that did, is. Did so well. We should we should have known this article was a load of tosh when New Jeans came in at twenty three. Hard by Shiny is not even on there. I know, and Guilty came in. Yeah. Where is it? And Key, Key's released Good and Great this year. That's not made an appearance. Do you know what also isn't on there? Um, and I don't know whether this is just to do with whatever, but Fifty Fifty Cupid. Ooh. Like, they had an album that came out with that, obviously, and that song went viral on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Or Itzy, Kill My Doubt. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, my God, there's so many. There's, there's so, so many. many that should be this on there. This means Sojuana should do our own list. I yeah. think we should. Shall we do our own list? Shall we do our own list? Should we say what our five album was of 2023? Is this a segue? Yes. Oh. We'll dun, dun, kick dun, dun, it dun. off. <laughs> uh, so who would like to start? So my, I've got two albums that I think have been the albums of the year uh, for 2023. I'll start with Five Star Stray Kids. Um, of course. It's just a no-skip <laughs> album in my eyes. Like, it's just, it's just too good. Especially when you've got, like, Get Lit, Collusion... You know, item on there, and then D- uh, Tiger DK, Tiger JK, in, Tiger JK, sorry, on top line. Oh, it's just so good, mm-hmm. and you know the process of a Stray Kids album. You just never know what you're gonna get, and this has been my favorite album so far. Um, where I've listened to every single song, and then it's back on loop. Like yeah. I don't get bored. I really like this one. This was three of my top five songs on my Spotify Wrapped mm. were from the Five Star album. I think I think like you say as well, there weren't many skips. I'll be honest, the first time I listened to it, there were a couple where like I didn't like them as much. One of them being Top Line, which I know you were shocked at when I told I was you. Very shocked. But I've got to say, as soon as we saw it live at Lollapalooza, my mind was completely changed. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was going to say, I think this album defined my summer of 2023 because of Lollapalooza. Yeah. Because it was released and we got to experience a lot of the new songs performed live on like a festival stage, which I think I remember us all looking at each other and thinking, oh, they're, perform- they're performing Super Bowl. Oh, they're doing a dance to Super Bowl. I feel really honoured that we got to see that. Yeah, same. Um, it was just, especially when like, you come out with a banger like that, and obviously it reflects on the the like the pre-orders, you know, how many copies mm-hmm. it sold. Like it was by it was the was it the highest? It ever? was the most pre-ordered album um, of a K-pop group at the time. Was, yeah, they Who? they 
17 have taken it back. It was 17 and then Strake and Sick It and then 17 <laughs> took it back. It's been a bit of a fight, but I think um, there was over 5 million pre orders, so. But it's, it's just insane. Isn't it is, it, it yeah. is incredible. But um, you can tell that they went high budget, even with like when you look at the S Class music video. Like on that on the Han River and everything with all that. That must have cost a fortune to start out. But also they had a music video for every every um, song. The, yeah, they had a lot, didn't they? Apart yeah. from Hall of Fame, they didn't get one. Ooh, that's true. Which, um, but that's got choreo now, and that is insane. <laughs> yeah, and Item doesn't have a music video either, and I think that could be coming. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because we saw the item choreo for the first time when we watched the live stream of the pilot. Yeah, we did um, fan meeting. Yeah, we did. Um, which yeah, that was that, that was really good. I think that whole, that whole pilot fan meeting was quite based around five star. Five star. It was all yeah. it was all brand new at the time, wasn't yeah. it? Um, but yeah, I do I do really like that album, and I really like how Stray Kids do the intro things as well, so that they explain they walk you through it because they obviously they've got three Ratchet producing and things in there. I like how they they walk you through each of the songs and um, the process behind yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the recording sketches this time as well. Yeah. We've got so many recording sketches, which they're, they're my favourite thing to watch. I don't know why. I like, I like watching them as well. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed those ones. I think that was like, I think it's the longest one they've done, isn't it, this time around? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think, I, think so. I remember seeing that. Mm. Even though when I'm watching these things, I have no idea what they're on about half the time. And they're like, yeah, just, just a little bit lower, just a little bit thinking. I'm thinking, I ain't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I just agree. <laughs> yes, I do think so as well. <laughs> if you could, though, AM, on Five Star Album, what would be your top song? <laughs> Collusion. Really? I really Ooh. like that. It's fine. Hands. Hands are in that it's, one, It's really like chilled and it gives you like every so i remember when it came out it was just summer was still upon us oh, i was coming upon us and it just gave me summer vibes like when i had my headphones and then it had the that like the it, it gave me like cuban spanish vibes at the start with like the saxophone and it, it just felt I don't know, it was just really chilled and I remember having it on in the car and I was like, oh, it just, I don't know, it, it just gave me those like warm vibes. I don't know, I just really liked it. Um, and then the second one from that has to be S class. Yes, of course, yeah, it needs to be, doesn't it? I, I And I think um, when they had this comeback and they, I listened to S class for the first time and I wasn't sure, but like, you just know it's going to be good when Champion starts. Yeah. And yes, when champing starts on a song, you're like, oh no. <laughs> but um, I feel like Hunjin really came into his own as well in S class. Mm-hmm. Um, he became, I think, he really came out of his shell. Um, I, th- I think that whole comeback, though, because Hall of Fame, when I think of Hall of Fame, I think of Hyunjin. The way that he empowers that choreography. Yeah. Um, and as well, like, it makes me laugh in S-Class when um, someone's got his headphones and he's dancing. Yeah! And they like, the monsters behind him, like, taking people that out. That is my favourite part. It's iconic. And so then uh, Felix with the glasses stood next to the rubber ducky. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, the music video, that, that must have been big budget. That was, that must have been. I'd music. love to know how much that cost. Oh, I, I dread to imagine. But one thing I thought that was really good about the music video as well was uh, how professional they were with all those, like, fireworks the firecrackers in the background and they were just dancing as if there was nothing happening yeah so um yeah that that is my favorite music video um and then i think for my second album of choice can't just pick one eh? <laughs> i'm doing a loop i can't just pick one um it would have to be the ivy 
I've used one. Or oh, I've you, yeah, one. you've used I've mine. Uh, I've re- that's an album I really have on repeat, had on repeat, and I think it's genius. And it, like I said, they've won awards and stuff for that now, and I feel like I preempted that. Mm. Uh, when did that come out? Was it quite oh, late God. last year or early? Yeah, late-ish last year. I think it was septem- September, October. Oh, okay. I, remember, I think I remember um, mentioning it in the October releases or the mm-hmm. no- November releases. I can't remember which one it was. It was such a time ago. Um, but so, so was I Am on that, or was that the previous yes, album? I, I Am was included. Oh, let me just double check. See, they spurt out everything because they always keep bringing new music out, and I forget which is on what. Let me just have a look. Because I'll be able to tell you my top tracks now. I've got my phone back. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah. I forget that you've got one. Yeah, so, no. Ivy was on that I've, I've one. Uh, so, um, no. Baddie's on this one. Baddie. I have seen... Yeah, I've seen a lot about Baddie, actually. That is a very catchy song. I'm I really it. like that song. The career from that slays. Um, off the record, I really, really like that. It's really like... Um, it's English, is that? Oh, is it? Um, oh, I never noticed this. Um, I really like that one and uh, Holy Moly but either way as well I really like that one it's like basically it's like saying like no matter like what you're going to do or whatever you know the stresses and stuff like I'm good like I don't really need you I'm, I'm okay on my own yeah um, I really do like that um, they're, they're, it's a really good album it's one of my recommendations and I just think it's something I do have on quite a lot um, I just want to give a quick shout out as well to Zero Base Ones, Youth in the Shade, uh, the first you, you album. You were taking all the albums. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I just feel like it would be criminal that I didn't, because mm-hmm. I, I think it's something that we've all really enjoyed. Yeah, and it's like a debut album as well. A debut album, and then they've already like like a couple months later they've got another album out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you've got it here on. Your I have it on my shelf. <laughs> um, it's I wanted to get the Youth in the Shade one, but this one, the Melting Point one. It's got it's like in an actual box, whereas the youth in the shade one's not. It's like a book. Whereas yeah. this is an actual like it looks really pretty on my shelf. I got the aqua version, um, and it looks really nice. There is a there is a darker version, but I do like the aqua one. Um, Which so, is your yeah. f- favorite of uh, youth in the shade then? Oh, our season. I like that Ooh, one. Ooh, interesting. I really I think like that. Would be New Kids on the Block. I like that one as well. I really enjoyed seeing them do the the Dream Stage at M Countdown singing that. But I do really like actually quite high on my Spotify Wrapped, which is shocking considering I didn't even know who Zerbis One were until October. But somehow In Bloom made it onto my Spotify Wrapped. I think just from seeing it, especially the sound check, that was really. It really, I'm, I'm hooked. I think that they're going to bring out some good stuff next year. So I had a look, and the Youth and Shared album was released July, 10th of July, 2023. And uh, the other, the melting point one, was the 6th of November. So Not messing around. Not messing around, really. Um, but yeah, Youth and Shared, um, I really like, and uh, Always as well, quite like that as well. Uh, yeah, so I thought it would be criminal for me not to mention it. I think you've probably already gathered what mine is going to be because I've mentioned it about ten times. No idea. No idea. <laughs> no idea. But yeah, so for me, I think it cannot be anything other than FML. Oh, shock. So seventeen released FML, which is it's actually an EP. I forget it's an EP because it's just got so many bangers on there. But um, that came out 24th of April of this year, and it is quite an interesting album. I don't know if you guys know of any others that are like this, but it's actually got two title tracks. I didn't know. So there's F My Life, and there's also, of course, Super. So both of them are title tracks. I remember 
I remember Super, but I didn't actually know that F My Life was a title track. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's quite interesting. I Like I say, I can't think of any others off the top of my head that actually have the two title tracks in that way. Um, but yeah, it's quite, it's quite interesting. Obviously, Super was, I mean, it's the song of the year for me. The song of the summer. I think that music video changed lives. I'm not even joking. The <laughs> the Darum Dorinda. Yeah, literally, I saw it. So that I'm sorry. Yeah, Darum Dorinda. That TikTok, everyone's going crazy over that. So yeah. if anyone doesn't follow us <laughs> on our TikTok, the, the B and AM cr- created a 2023 best song of 2023, and there's so many people in the comments that are just shouting. Durinda, Durinda. Yes. <laughs> they're not even voting; they're just stating it as a fact. You, you don't need to say anything more. It is. I, I, I honestly, <laughs> the, the performances I've spoke about a lot of time, but the performance for this is just insane. Like the choreo, it reminds me a bit of BTS's "On" in the sense that it's got like so much going on, so many backing dancers. It's such like an intense choreo, but they do it so well. That's that's just the vibes that it gives me with that and the way that each different person when they do the Darum Durinda like it's so different when Mingyu does it to when Joshua does it it I think it's got mm. everything it's it is that defines the summer for me this opened the door for 17 with me just because um the I keep saying it wrong Durum Durinda Durum Durinda Darum Durinda <laughs> Darum Durinda kept doing the rounds on my TikTok so then I thought, oh, what's this? I'm going to watch this music video. And that I think there's the first 17 music video I watched all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, it's that dance bit. Is it Mingyu who yeah. does the first Mingu. bit? We, me and AM, when we were doing the TikTok, we were like, we need the Mingyu bit. The Mingyu bit. Yeah, because it. that's the part that kept going around uh-huh. TikTok. Um, but the music video, like you said, it's like all basically in one room, mm-hmm. isn't it? And that's how I think it relates to mm-hmm. On where it is just all staged as one room and it's amazing how they've got all these different dance groups that they all do together and these different yeah, sections. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, I don't know if maybe a lot of people like me did open 17 up to people. Yeah, yeah, different things. And that one obviously was a lot more viral than F My Life, which was the other title track. Obviously, this is sort of named similar to the album, but I don't know if you've actually listened to the song, but they actually say Fight For My Life as part of the song. So even though it's it's almost like the opposite of the, what the title suggests, and it is a really nice song. Woozy is um, credited as a writer on every single one of the songs on this album, by the way, as is Bumzu, one of their main producers. And a lot of the other members make appearances as well. So Super, for example, S. Coops and Vernon also were involved in the writing in that. Um, and Woozy was also a producer on most of these as well. Um, the other songs, obviously, it is just an EP, so there were only six. But one thing that Seventeen does that's quite cool, I think, obviously they're such a big group, is they have um, sort of the subunit tracks on most of their albums. So they had Fire, which was the hip-hop team. Then they had I Don't Understand But I Love You, which is performance team, and Dust, which is a vocal team. Um, and then the full team song that I haven't mentioned is April Shower, which is also a bop. But my personal favourite Seventeen song ever is Dust. I absolutely love this. I love the vocal teams anyway. But this is just beautiful song. But I have, feel like I have to mention I Don't Understand But I Love You. Because if you watched, before Seventeen released this album, way back when, they did a, um, a V Live, probably Weavers Live, whatever. 
Um, and somebody, Hoshi was reading out the comments that somebody had written and a fan had written, I don't understand, but I love you in, in the comments. And he read that out <laughs> loud and he was like, wow, that would be a really good title for a track. And here we have it. <laughs> oh. Hoshi is one of the writers of this one. <laughs> I love that. That's actually quite good. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen the performance of this. Um, they've been performing it in their Follow Me tour, but I would highly recommend a watch. I mean, I feel like I will be watching this because we've not actually broken this to Cass yet, but I might have fallen down the 17 hole <laughs> that I refuse to fall down. <laughs> do you remember Do you remember when I was like, oh, you know what, 17 are quite good. I, I think I'm quite like them. And you were like, I don't, like, I can't. don't get into 17. <laughs> I can't do it. There's 13 of them. I'm not going to know who they all are. It's because Woozy did it. Woozy did it, that's why. And then I watched the performance of Mama and then the eight turned up. He killed that. And I was just like, these are actually really good performances. I was just like, the eight reminded me a bit J-Hopey. So I was just like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, look into it. And now my TikTok algorithm is just like, oh, here's another video of 17. Oh, what about this one? Oh, here's them on holiday. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, once you get once you get in. And especially you've mentioned, obviously, your favourites are Woozy and the eight. Well, Woozy's in the vocal team, so you're going to have to listen to Dust now. And... The eight is okay. in the performance team, which I would highly recommend watching anyway. And then Fire, the hip-hop team, you've kind of got to watch that anyway because if you see the outfits, you'll understand. <laughs> this album, yeah, this album is amazing. I would recommend listening to it all. It's only six tracks, so you have no excuse not to. And it's also, it won them their first day song at the Mamas. I know I mentioned this. And it also, as at the time of recording, just recently won the Golden Disc Award for Album of the Year as well. So even though Billboard put it way down at number six, it's number one in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Even though Billboard lied and put it on the six. Even though they shall not be named. (laughs) No, it that is that is my recommendation and um, my that was my highlight of twenty twenty three. Blessed the FML album. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Uh, Cass. So my first one. um, I'll be honest. This was. It was a bit of a bit of a tricky decision because there have been really good albums this year off of many bands that I like. However, um, there was one that I just <sniffs> popping off, um, and obviously that is New Jeans, and it's their second EP, Get Up. Um, I just I love this album. I think it's brilliant. I love them. Um, I've talked many times about how much I do like New Jeans. Um, obviously, Super Shy, ETA are just absolute bangers. Um, and yeah, just a great album. So This is the one that has... <laughs> is it the Powerpuff Girls at the front? Oh, I yeah. love that. So cute. Yeah, so it's got them as the Powerpuff Girls, um, which I think obviously is super adorable. So yeah, so obviously grab. And it's also that album, is the EP, sorry, is the beach bunny bags that i was obsessed with and obviously finally got one um and it is just like the cutest ep ever um and i love it this is separate isn't it to the one that has the bunny on the front yes so that one ah. it that was the one that we bought in we got it when we were don't know if we mentioned it when we were in korea do you remember when <laughs> we <went to> korea? <laughs> um, but yeah so it was a really good album i mean obviously They've been, I mean, New Jeans have kind of been really storming over the past kind Mm -hmm. of year or so. Um, Obviously, the, like, Attention, obviously Hype Boy, Cookie, all those songs really just 
smashed it out and just they've just they they don't really they've not released a song that has not slapped it's not and they're always viral tiktok sensations as well like it is it's, they're just easy like the beats and the catchy choruses it just works really really well for short vids um and i think they're really leaning into that you know like because they're a lot obviously a lot younger that kind of like female youth side of things which is a bit more quirkier and not as doll like mm. i suppose you could say that we'd normally relate to like you know k-pop group female groups i feel like they're doing a bit edgier which i think is quite cute i think as well they're very um they remind me very kind of like of like early could say like like 90s music like a lot of kind of the songs they have have that kind of like poppy feel of like a lot of girl bands i used to like when i was younger so like obviously like spice girls um like girls aloud obviously like british bands like that um so i think that's why but yeah they just they've they've not yet released a song that just isn't a banger um and i also really liked cool with you as well on my album which is great so which is your if you had to pick one what is your favorite song on that album hmm so obviously hmm okay this is true i've I've given you a tricky question (laughs) you have because i really like um asap or asap um i like that one it's cute like asap baby that's cute um because again that one's like really you get that like kind of early 90s vibe with it as well um obviously super shy is just an absolute banger Mm mm-hmm you can't beat that and then eta as well but cool with you was the one that i mentioned it was my recommendation for one of our episodes um you super soju fans will remind me of which one um <laughs> yeah let us know <laughs> that was and i re- oh god i don't actually know even if it was to be honest i might just have lied here god this is a disaster. cut that bit out <laughs> cut all this out it's a disaster um but yeah cool with you was what i really liked because it kind of had that garage sound as well i know that sounds a bit like i know it sounds a bit weird to like say garage with like k-pop but it kind of had like the uk garage vibe that it's it's very chill so yeah Mm -hmm. i really like that one so unless you are going to threaten me with physical violence i'm not going to be able to pick a favorite song off that album i'm not that strong cass uh (laughs) sorry I can't, I can't, I can't, I really can't. I even tried in my head then as I was talking through each of them to go, and actually this is the one I like the most, but I just can't. The full I, album I, makes it. Yeah, every every song on that album is my favourite. My next album is technically kind of a cheat because it is a little bit of a twofer because I am going to slightly mention one. Um, <laughs> I love this though. <laughs> my, my other favourite album of 2023 um was i feel uh g idol that is a very good album by as well like that was a very good um oh what's the word i want to use concept it was a good album concept i thought you meant like an album to buy and i was like yeah it was a great purchase (laughs) yeah it was a good album to buy but the concept of the album was oh yeah (laughs) sorry just needed some confirmation um i yeah so obviously i i kind of only really got into g idol after that album um kind of later on this year but it was just again every song on that album slaps there's not one that isn't brilliant obviously queen card title track brilliant 
it's an empowering one that one i like that it's yeah. just kind of like it's a good to like if you're about to go out like yeah it gets yeah. you really in the uh-huh. like in a good mood yeah girl power mood obviously that's a great song the video for that as well is really good like all the videos mm-hmm. are interlinked as well which looks brilliant um allergy as well which is the second song on the um ep is fantastic i like that one as well because i feel like it resonates with me and it's mm-hmm. like you know why am i not why am i not perfect like you and things like that and i'm thinking yeah honestly relatable oh, i thought i thought allergy was about hay fever <laughs> Listen, I listened to it when I did suffer with it, so it is a dual relation. <laughs> then you've got Lucid, which is track three, which again is another brilliant song. Um, and mm-hmm. another one of my favourite songs off that is num- the uh, song number five, which is Paradise. That's probably my favourite song off the album. I love it so much. I feel bad that I've just gone, I can't pick a song off New Jeans. And then I was like, Paradise is my favourite. Um, <laughs> I love every single one, but yeah, Paradise is a great one. And then just a cheeky little twofer with that one um, because I was torn between I Feel and Heat because I really, really liked Heat. Um, I liked I Do. I liked I Want That. Um, There's so many songs again on that EP that are brilliant. Um, That's their first English EP as well, obviously, which is great. Obviously, I Do off that. It's brilliant. I Want That. Eyes Roll as well is a really good song. Um, oh, Eyes Roll. I know that one. I didn't know that was on this one. It's a brilliant song. Um, I won't go into what I think that song's about, um, <laughs> but it's brilliant. And then Flip It as well is also really, really good. So, yeah. So that was my kind of, my songs of, my albums of 2023. Your, your Obviously. three albums of 2023. I mean three it was a difficult choice obviously 80s have released um bangers this year stray kids have obviously you've got your solos from jimin um augusty jungkook v there were so many albums this year that i could have picked but those three are the ones that i just really just i just really really liked i couldn't stop listening to mm-hmm. and they're, the, they're probably like subconsciously the ones that if you were to ask me what my favorite song was like i could picture the album covers in my head so that's Mm. kind of why i picked those ones it was more of a subconscious choice that's good i like those choices i I like how we always have variations on this podcast yeah and i think that's as well like it was a bit of obviously a a curveball for me because when i first got into k-pop i was very boy group so it was like bts stray kids Mm -hmm. 80s there was that thought of 17 um too many members so obviously <laughs> too I've, I've, it's too many i've always been very boy group really and i think obviously new jeans were the first girl group that i was like these are brilliant and then it was obviously twice g idol now it's like billy esper kepler there's so many now um i'm a very multiversal <laughs> multiversal great selection great selection indeed I absolutely love I Feel. The performances during the tour were amazing. But since you've mentioned Heat, I love I Do. Yes, I Do is such a good song. I absolutely love that song. Like, it's not like the usual stuff, but classic. Yeah, it's very ballady. Beautiful choice. Thank you. And over to you, Lou. So me, I always find this difficult to not choose five. <laughs> but I have been good. I've narrowed it down. I'm going to say two. 
but I'm going to mainly talk about one. <laughs> the other one I'm just going to say and leave. Yeah, the, th- the second one I'll just say it and then everyone can do their own thoughts. Um, so my favourite album, release, whole package, everything of 2023 was August D, D-Day. Good choice. That album, Good choice. It's, it came out as we landed in Seoul. Wow. It was the first album I bought in Seoul. And before I get into the actual songs, the lyricism, because you know I can <laughs> talk about lyricism for so long, it also came with a US and Asian tour. He did a whole tour for this. I was able to watch this as a live stream, also through Weverse. So I was able to kind of like, Sadly, couldn't go see him, but I could mm-hmm. experience it as well and just see this whole other side of Sugar, who we know from BTS, his other side, August D, and his whole writing skill, producing skill, theatrical skill, and acting skill that we've now learned from his music videos and that whole thing. Um, I just thought it was just an amazing way for him to just do this, like, we know that he's amazing anyway as a producer, but to do this with his whole artistry, I thought was absolutely brilliant. Um, but I also love this album. And the reason I've picked it as being my number one is because of the collabs on this album as well. So we have J-Hope on this album. We have IU on this album. We also have Sung from The Rose on this album. And also the late Ryuchi Sakamoto, the pianist is on this album. And I feel like I absolutely... I could talk about Snooze forever, (laughs) the song, but his respect for him and everything is just... It shows throughout that whole song and also the music video, which I think I might have mentioned in a previous episode that we recorded. I was trying to get everyone to watch the music video. (laughs) Um, But I just love how raw August D is. Like, when he writes his lyrics, he is honest. He tells it as it Mm -hmm. is. He's done this with anger, I think, with his past ones. So, like, um, obviously, um, his album, August D and D2, that was all, like, he's very good at rapping anger and how frustrated he is with things and his mental health and things like that. But on this one, I feel like he's making sense of it all and he's almost coming to terms with things and healing and realising who he actually is from this kind of idol side of him that he's obviously lived in in the last 10 11 years mm-hmm. um and the lyrics in this album oh my gosh he like he's just raw he's telling you everything like there's only a one section that i'll pick out for you um but in his in his song amgdala so i was like i remember reading that and thinking i'm sure that's part of the brain like isn't that a focus of the brain and I researched into this and it is and it's a whole him rapping about him kind of asking for help please rescue me from this part of the brain which actually processes emotions and um emotional thought and are you ready for my nerdiness okay so (laughs) the amygdala is a small part of the brain Um, which has a huge part with processing. So it is a major processing center for emotions and links to your emotions to many other brain abilities. So it does store memories 
and it also processes how you react to things so normally if you shut down or social anxiety it all goes through the amygdala and that's what mm. this whole song is about it's basically him saying to it like the lyric is like the chorus it goes my amygdala please rescue me please rescue me please pull me out please help me and in this song he actually goes through his whole trauma of his life mm-hmm. so his injury with his shoulder when he was in the accident his um mum going through heart surgery um literally just as he was born his dad and his cancer is he just says it all in this and it's basically him helping basically asking his brain to help him with these emotions because he can't like he's drowning he's drowning he doesn't know what to do with all of this past but that part of his brain has helped him process it so he's still relying on that part and i just think it's something so amazingly layered about someone who can write about something that's scientific that's then linked to emotion Mm -hmm. i just think is Mm. it's so augusty and then obviously the layering and producing of it all is amazing um and then also a shout out to snooze which i already talked about previously because it has woosung on it from the rose um and it's just basically him trying to get people to heal and everything's going to be okay that's the end chorus it just says um it's going to be okay it's going to be okay hold on for five minutes it's going to be okay like i just think it's amazing and heartfelt lift towards the end of the album um and i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that loves augusty and the album but the whole package the tour the music videos um is hagum is such a good music video isn't it I love that. The music video for that. Like, we watched that when me and Cass were in Seoul. We put it on mm. the TV, didn't we? Because it came out. Mm. But it actually, I think yeah. it got blocked <laughs> on the YouTube we were on because yeah. someone was signed in on a Chinese uh, account. Yeah. So it got blocked in China. So we had to cast it, didn't we? Cass had to cast <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, I love how I love how like you say like he does things that sort of like push the boundaries and things like that, but yet it's still got so much meaning behind it. Like all of the songs on this album, I mean, uh, like you say, I I watched I didn't watch the Weverse live stream, but I saw the cinema live stream of his Japan dates, um, and I I I loved how like emotional he got during the tour. Even the clips I've seen from the other tour dates and stuff like that, like it seemed really raw, didn't it? And obviously, like, I didn't know all of the science behind the Amagala thing. But just looking at the music video, like, it's so... It's, like, heartbreaking, isn't it? Especially with, like, watching him trying to escape yeah. from the door and things. And It's it. when he's lying on the floor and it's raining on him. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, giving up because the rain is going up and it's drowning him. Um, I just think it's amazing. And then also People Part oh. 2... I love that. I was waiting for this one for so long because my I probably mentioned it before, but until this year, my top song on Spotify has always been um, Eight featuring IU, uh, featuring Sugar. IU's Eight. Yeah. So I was really looking forward to him to doing another one with IU, and it didn't disappoint. I'm so glad he went on Palette as well, and then she went back on his show. I know. uh, Sujita. I think (laughs) they've got such a nice friendship, haven't they? Like both ninety three. Um, and then the whole album obviously ends with Life Goes On, which was obviously yeah. Augusty, uh, well, Sugar originally wrote lyrics for it, but then as a band BTS, they wanted to release Life Goes On as an uplifting part for ARMY. So this was Augusty's version of what the song would have been if it was on mm. his album. And it does have his lyrics 
still in it to that beat but then obviously it's a completely different message in itself but still it says one once he's gone through all his emotions of the album life goes on it's going to be okay and everything and i just think it's a brilliant it's a brilliant almost tie-in for august d like if august d was retired now if that side of him was to retire mm-hmm. this is a good album to end on mm. i think it's a good it's a good goodbye august d album but i don't think it will after his tour and the way the tour ended and him kind of walking through that light yes. in the door it's like a new chapter there's gonna be more there's gonna be more a new chapter is coming for august d um mm. but yeah i absolutely love that album and i've been looking forward to this one like i looked forward to rms the mm. year before and august d was my other one and then i'm going to do a quick honorary mention to jimin face because oh, gotta be oh, mentioned i mean mm. music videos on that like set me free mm-hmm. i'm sorry how many times did i watch that music video like everything in that it just shows his whole talent in the dancing emotion and things like that um it's not related to not wearing a top it's (laughs) because it was artistic artistry (laughs) and then also a shout out to i'm gonna i was gonna mention 80s i'm not i'm actually gonna mention stray kids rockstar oh yes because that has become my favorite stray kids album so i have to mention it because of the La 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 Rock remix. I have yeah, that one. Yeah, I have repeat. had the whole album repeat, to be honest. <laughs> yes, that is me. I will shut up about lyrics and emotions of Augusty. <laughs> but if anyone wants to talk more about it, give us a DM on So Do You Want to Talk About Instagram because Lou will talk about it for a very long time and go into very deep, deep detail. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we could go on about most of these albums forever and ever like just deciding one is it's hard enough and then when other people mention another you're like yeah. oh actually though i did really like that as well like, oh yeah <laughs> no, i like that one yeah no if anything when you guys are mentioning albums i'm like oh my gosh that was 2023 yeah there's been so much like, i forget there's how been much. So much it is hard it's hard to keep track track yeah <laughs> uh, see what you did there very good um but yeah so billboard don't read theirs. Listen to our top albums of the year. We'll write it up when we post this episode, I think. Yes. And we'll see what everyone else thinks. Who did um, it best? But yeah, all in all, who did it? Well, we did it best, obviously. Duh, <laughs> not, not that we're biased in any <laughs> But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our favourite albums and songs of 2023. So shall we end with a song that helped either define 2023 or we loved from 2023? It is so hard to pick just one. I might have to do a loo and do a couple. (laughs) I'm going to go first because I'm scared that someone's going to take it. Go on, Lou. So my song of 2023 is 80s Bouncy. (laughs) I I saw Cassie's face and I wanted to take it (laughs) because it's the dance I can do. You can, like we've talked about this before, you can do it standing up, you can do it in the car, you can do it as a passenger, a driver... We don't recommend it doing it as a driver. But the whole um marketing of that song as well. They did the dancing with the peop- with the fans in America, the whole music video of it, the performances, the clues in the music video as well for their upcoming album, which obviously we now know has been released and things like that. I just I loved it. And I love the fact that it's pirates to cowboys. <laughs> I just think mm. it's 
just really really good and it gets in your head and whenever you hear that song it's a new skip mm. if that song comes on you're not like oh i'm gonna skip bouncy if you're skipping bouncy you're having a very 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 bad day it's true very true <laughs> so that is i don't even have to recommend it everyone knows what bouncy is by a tease but that's my choice <laughs> good choice and then my song of the year and this is what i will stick with and i have stuck with since it released bite me and hyphen Oh, that is a solid choice. It's a very solid I choice. I think it changed the industry. Um, it did. It sent w- uh, ripples through uh, the industry. Especially because, obviously, the music video, um, there yeah, the choreo females is. that mm. are dancing with them. And there was a lot of uproar about it. And um, I just don't really get it. It's just a music video. Like I'm just, it's, it, That's all it is. Um, these are professional dancers. Mm-hmm. They are professionals themselves. I didn't really see what the, the fuss was. Um, at the time, um, and obviously they've they've um, changed it now, so they they don't have there's another yeah. choreo for it mm-hmm. now. Um, but I think without the fuss of that, it wouldn't have got as big as it did. Yes, I know what you mean. It Do did you know what I mean? So well. I know it sounds really stupid, but like, what did they say? Any what was it? Any any press? No bad, oh, bad, bad yeah. press, obviously in certain contexts. But um, then that's when we started becoming N hyphen fans. And we, it just came out. We went to see them at K-pop Locks, and did, everybody was shouting them, and they got, re- they were really, really popular. They were. I think, as I've mentioned in previous episodes of the podcast, I have known N Hyphen since pre-debut, just because of BTS. Obviously, they were in Hybe and they were in Island, which I saw a few episodes of, and things like that. And then I, I didn't really follow them much. I watched a few episodes of N O'Clock, and one of my favorite ever songs is N Hyphen. Attention, please, but not very popular. But then I kind of didn't follow them. Obviously, Bite Me came about. That was... It's hard to avoid. Uh, and we saw it at Capable Looks in Madrid. And they put on a show. I wasn't really... I wouldn't have described myself as an engine before I went there. But now, I'm hooked. I nearly died. Yeah, yeah you you did. I, I think I did. <laughs> and then I was revived. So, mine... I'll be honest, I can't pick one. So, I've had to go off my... Spotify rap 2023 and it's picked 10 <laughs> <laughs> and I've picked 25 no and so I was gonna pick the one like my top one for 2023 um which is starting off 2023 correctly it was released on January 2nd um and it's OMG oh my god new jeans um <laughs> yeah. oh, my, oh my god keeping in theme with my other recommendations to this podcast because yeah that song still to this day and also yeah. it released such great memes thank you Changbin. it did thank you changbin be <laughs> gonna have to actually pick now <laughs> yeah so i'm not gonna go for 17 because i feel like i've raved on about that too much in this episode already <laughs> so instead i'm gonna go for i i will go for my spotify top song of the year s class straight kids <gasps> oh what a great show we have already mentioned in this episode but I feel like I haven't spoken about Stray Kids enough recently. So I'm going to go with S-Class. It is, it's a classic. It is insane. It the is. The budget, incredible. And yeah, I, I listened to it uh, however many times this year, about 200 times this year. So I think I probably should be putting it as my song recommendation. But I do just want to do a shout out to Sweet Venom and Hyphen because at the moment that is non-stop. Oh. In, if you get in my car at the moment... Sweet Venom's definitely coming on. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I'm kind of cheating and going for going for a couple. Guys, I was so good this time round. What are you doing? Well, I to nearly me? went for three. I nearly <laughs> said D Day as well, but <laughs> Well you know what? I'm gonna do a special mention to Set Me Free, Jimmy. Ooh, nice. I'll allow it. Well, if you're gonna do a special mention, <laughs> I'm also gonna do a special mention. <laughs> and mine is gonna be Standing Next to You by John Cook. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Standing, Standing next to you. Oh, yeah, good choice. Because it plays on the radio all the time, and every time it plays on the radio. And it's still playing on the radio. I heard it today. It is. Even in 2024. Because Jungkook is just the golden maknae who can't do anything wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a good rap, ladies. We've done very, very well. Not saying 20. <laughs> I know. But if anyone wants to tell us their favourite album or song of 2023, follow us on Instagram, send us a DM, and, you know, we like to share on there, and we're very conversational on there as well, so... Get involved. That's a wrap, ladies. So, do you want to listen next week? So, do you want to see us next week? So, do you want to listen next week? So, do you want to listen next week? Bye!